Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Not Tuesday Show. Wasn't expecting this segment of the episode today, but we are now going over the Guilty Gear Strive patch notes, which just dropped. So if this is something that you guys are interested in to see what's coming up in the new patch for Guilty Gear Strive, I haven't looked at any of this yet. I have no idea what's in this patch note, so this is a true reaction video, but I am so scared right now because I'm so terrified of Potemkin not getting enough buffs. Let's find out what happens, but here we go. Uh, let's take a look at this page. Do, 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 do. Here we go. The Strive Notes. This is for the patch that's coming out in two days. In literally two days, uh, you want a link. Let's get the link in the chat for you guys. And here we go. So, added support for cross-platform. There was a beta for that, so they've done the cross-platform stuff now. Okay. Um, between PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Steam. That's awesome. Awesome! Because we are increasing the player base now. That is a huge thing. Huge thing. So now, if I run uh, viewer lobbies and stuff, I don't need to run separate ones. We can just do one, which would be really cool. So, online matches are now possible across platforms, and you can view the rankings, replays, and creations for Combo Maker and digital figure of players on other platforms. Very, very cool. Um... Uh, added an option to turn cross-platform play on or off in settings under system settings. So it's on by default. So there you go. Uh, while set to on, online match, you will enter rank tower and open park with support for cross-platform play. On player match, you will be able to enter rooms with players on other platforms when the platform is set to all during create room search. So you can, on the, on the, player match places you get to pick basically while set to off you'll only have uh rank towers and parks exclusive to each platform player match all this stuff pretty standard uh, added platform icon next to player names so there you go you can see there's a playstation logo over here and i guess that means cross over here uh, will be displayed for players on the same platform with another icon denoting players on a different platform. So you'll see people on the same platform and then they just have another icon for everyone else, which I'm assuming they're doing that in case if ever comes up on other platforms, they don't need to worry about doing that. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing it this way, but this is how they're doing it over here. So... But here we go. Uh, added a search display filter for cross-platforming to ranking, replay, etc., etc. A confirmation will now pop up when selecting tutorial from the main menu. The arcade mode boss theme crawl can now be selected as background music. Fix the bug with high voltage would not loop correctly. Fixed errors with certain missions where actual conditions required to complete the mission varied from what was displayed and fixed minor bugs. Network mode added a function to report other players. Okay, reported players will be evaluated from various standpoints. If they are determined to be malicious, measures such as suspending them from online play may be taken. Do not overuse or misuse the report function. Sorry. <laughs> I appreciate the effort of trying to tell the internet to not abuse some feature that you've put out there, but... <laughs> Please note that we cannot respond to inquiries about the contents or results of players' evaluations. Added a mute function which hides the player's name and any text sent by a specific player from your screen. The mute function can be selected so you can basically mute players. 
etc., uh, etc. Et things that the block and muted players will be automatically unmuted after shutting down the game. Interesting. So you can only mute them for a while. Interesting. Changes have been made to the in-game block function for blocking specific players. A bunch of blocking stuff, whatever, whatever. All this stuff. Block the opponent on the win screen. Now, opponents can now be blocked from the result screen after a match by holding block the opponent button. This is not text. I can't highlight this. R code, reduced loading time for R code, change conditions for the character shown on the R code top page for most wins the highest level. You now see how many players in the same room as you during training mode matchmaking and while entering a match. So they're doing what they can to improve a lot of the very, very, a uh, lot of things that haven't necessarily been that great. So that's really, really nice to see. So player match fixed the bug where spectator icon would not be displayed within the weight ordering spectator in the player match. Fix the bug where room members would not be displayed. Just bug fixes, rank towers. This is important right here. To, uh, adjust, adjusted rules for assigned floor changes. To make it easier to match with players of the same skill level, the rule preventing players from falling below a certain floor, even after repeated losses based on certain input techniques and floors previously reached, has been eased. There have been no changes to the rules for rising floors. Interesting. So they've made it so that you can fall more than before. This doesn't necessarily solve the problem, in my opinion, where rank floor 10 is still just this giant mishmash of just like players who can barely not make it into heaven who are super good and then players who are barely getting into you know uh floor 10 by beating a bunch of people in nine so the gap is still probably going to be pretty big on floor 10 which is unfortunate because that's one of the things that i think has been a problem uh, added the option to skip the rating update sequence. Yes, please. You don't need the butler telling you everything every time. And then you can now always rematch without having to um, have to have the... Uh, uh, like, a lot of times the, the, the floor change would just take you out of sets. Now you can finish the set no matter what. Uh, and now you can select the room you would like to enter from the floor select screen. So you can see a bunch of rooms with other people in. So it's easier to jump between rooms of the same floor. Because a lot of times you would jump in and you just really couldn't do anything about that. So uh, it sounds like it's mostly the same. <laughs> uh, Matthew Mangiart. So uh, <laughs> replay theater. Uh, avatar bug fixes battle related fix the bud we're processing the little counter hit occurred on high screen resolution settings blah 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 all this stuff all right let's just get to it balance changes this is what i want to know this is what i want to know right here guilty gear strive version 1.24 all right here we go what's up uh kenjiro nakamura thanks for jumping into the chat over here Changes the game mechanics. These changes address the issue of the difficulty for the defender to launch a counter-offensive due to the attacker remaining at an advantage due to an extended time. Interesting. So they're going to try to improve defense. Let's see how they do this. The tension gauge now increases more the higher your character's risk level. Weird. They're actually rewarding you for getting rushed down. I don't know if people are going to be mad about this. 
Well, if people are going to be happy, it's hard for me to say right now. It's hard for me, me to say how people are reacting to this. This increases the reward for successfully making out of a dangerous situation and going on the offense. Actually, what's good about this is that it is defending, right? Yeah, increases more the higher your character's risk level. So the risk level is only goes up while you're blocking. So in other words, if you're successfully blocking stuff, you're getting rewarded for that. And that's actually kind of good. Right, because the mix-ups are so advanced in this game that blocking mix-ups is very difficult in this game. So the fact that they're rewarding you for successfully defending, I think is actually overall good. If this was a game like Street Fighter V, this would be a bad idea, right? Because defending is, I mean, while hard, is still a lot easier to do. Because defense is so hard in Guilty Gear Strive, I think that this is a fair... Uh, a fair change, but we'll see how it works out. Tension gain, gain rate for the attacker no longer increases when the opponent blocks attacks while the risk level is at max. Wow! <laughs> wow! Previously, the attacker's tension gauge would increase more and more as they continue their block string after the defender blocked enough to reach mask, max risk level. This change is intended to alleviate the difficult switching from defense to offense. Wow! Huh. Like, I feel like if you can keep your offense going, you should be rewarded for that. I'm a little torn on this one. I'm torn on this one. I get, I get it. I get why they're doing this. It's similar to the previous one, but I still, you know what this is for? Actually, you know what this is for? I know why they did this. I know why they did this, and this is a good chain, change. Because there are a lot of characters who, when they have a full meter and they hit you with something into the wall break, and they get the positive meter bonus. They basically get a free push to the corner and could continue pressuring you there and then hit you through the wall again or just put you in an infinite block string because of the tension gauge. That's what it is. They can put you in infinite block strings after the transition because of the positive meter bonus. They could actually keep attacking you and your meter would go up with the positive meter bonus, and basically you can trap the opponent in block string for basically ever, like forever. And so I think this change is to make it so that that doesn't happen anymore. That's probably why they made this change. And thinking about that, now I'm actually kind of okay with it. So we'll see how it plays out in actual matches. Risk level. The rate of risk level depletion over time is now faster. So your risk gauge will go down faster. Previously, the defender would still be in a dangerous situation after initially escaping the opponent's offense as the risk level would not have decreased much at all. This change aims to alleviate this issue. So they're really trying to beef up defense. They are really trying to beef up defense, which is an overall good strategy because defense and Guilty Gear Strive had very little rewards and, and, and successfully blocking difficult mix-ups didn't reward you very well. So this is actually not bad here. Risk level now resets when Psych Burst is activated. Psych Burst is often used to escape dangerous situations. When used... With a high risk level, though, the player would still be in dangerous situation even when successful and would take major damage from a punish when it failed. This change helps prevent the use of Psych Burst from becoming over-limited 
overly limited by giving it the role of a clear reset. Wow. So even if you block the burst, you don't get to murder them. <laughs> you don't get to murder. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Changes affecting all characters. Hurt box of 6P. The height of the hurt box as the attack comes out is now the same for all characters. The height of the hurt box was the same for all characters at the lowest point of the attack, but the hurt box height during the startup varied between characters. Making the height of the hurt box as the attack comes out the same means that there is less of a difference in what strings each character can deal with. Interesting. So there, 6P has become such a important tool in footsies and is basically one of the most important mechanics in the game that 6P, unlike older games where the 6P wasn't as prevalent and wasn't, I mean, some people have joked that Strive is 6P, the fighting game. Um, because it's such an important system, making it so that it's universal between all characters doesn't sound like a bad idea. So be really interesting uh, to see how that affects a lot of matchups. Special moves with retreating movement. These moves now cause the tension balance to deplete and the negative value to increase, similar to backdashes. This change aligns with the overall game direction by adding risk to retreating. God. Please tell me this does not affect back mega fist. Please tell me this does not affect back mega fist. <laughs> Did we have another system change that nerfed Potemkin? Is this another change that nerfed Potemkin? <laughs> Is this another system change that nerfed Potemkin? <laughs> ah! I mean, I imagine this is designed kind of to nerf uh, ha uh, 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 backwards Fukio from Nagora Yuki, right? And uh, maybe Happy Chaos with the clones, but... Oh, man, please, 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 please. God, I really hope not. Any case, base damage scaling... Base damage scaling has been added to attacks that did not have it previously with the exception of certain moves. This addresses the problem of some characters having moves used in similar ways, but with varying reward depending on whether or not the move has base damage scaling. Some moves, such as Close Standing S, still do not have base damage scaling, meaning they could lead into major damage just as before. Again, this is kind of a smart change because then it means that individual hits in neutral do not change their damage. If you're hitting people with single moves, you're getting just as much damage as before, but now the combos won't do as much damage. So this will lower the damage overall of combos, meaning that characters may die a little bit slower. That's good. I, I like this change. I like this change a lot. So uh, hopefully the characters will not basically just melt anymore from certain hits. All right, so here we go. Describing it in detail. Tension gauge, yes. Risk, we really went through all these. Attack level, attack level, um, with some exceptions. Punch and kick attacks have a low attack level, whereas HS attack and special moves tend to have high attack levels. These are several benefits to the partial list, extended knockback, blah, blah, blah. Proximity requirement for a a attack to connect. 
When a proximity requirement is added to an attack, that means it will no longer connect unless within a defined range of the opponent character's position. The range of the proximity requirement depends on the attack. Wow, they actually show pictures. How does this work? Let's see. So when a pro so proximity requirement attacked again. When a proximity requirement is an attack, this means it will no longer connect unless within a defined range. The range of proximity requirement depends on the attack. What is this? Wait, they didn't say proximity requirement for attack to connect. So they added a proximity requirement. So this is without proximity requirement. Boom. Oh, I see. I see what this is saying. Um, what this is basically saying is that uh, Potemkin... So the move that's being changed here, I feel like, is uh, Eno's note. I feel like Eno's note is the one that's changing here. With the prox without the proximity requirement, it hits... Potemkin's hands and then blows up way over here. But when you actually create the proximity requirement, the note actually won't hit until it gets right next to Potemkin and actually hits him. So this note now has a proximity requirement in that it can't hit limbs. It actually can't hit things that are too far away. It just goes right through Potemkin's hands until it reaches the proximity requirement and hits him. I mean, it's hard to say who this buffs and nerfs, Peter, because it just depends on what moves got this requirement. We don't know what moves get are getting this requirement. This is really weird. Interesting. Is it a projectile nerf? Right. Are they going to do it to all the projectiles? So all moves have a proximity requirement. It means it will no longer connect unless within a defined range. That's so weird. I don't know. That might be good for Eno, to be honest with you. Because what that... I mean, actually, it might be bad because that means you can definitely punch her in the face if you have a long enough move and not get hit by the fireball instead. It, it's like a buff nerf. Because now also for Eno, if it hits over here... With multiple hits, Potemkin is locked down now. When it hits over here, Eno doesn't gain as much advantage for the note blowing up here. But the note hitting over here means it traveled farther and has more hits. So this is definitely a buff nerf depending on what the move. Right, but if you're not a good Eno, if you do notes in neutral like this. Right, of course, of course. Tension balance, tension is an internal parameter. Tension balance when you move forward or attack connects with the opponent and decreases. Yeah, okay. Uh, they've talked about this negative value, all this other stuff. So these are just definitions here, basically. And here's the characters. Soul bad guy. Okay, so not a lot of changes. The extended range of standing heavy slash makes his offense using far standing slash even more potent. While it is more challenging for him to get huge rewards for mid-range, the changes to Gunflame make him better at poking for mid-range. So standing heavy slash reaches farther towards slash, decreased attack level, 
and no longer launches the opponent on grounded counter hit. Interesting. Decreased attack startup, so fat comes out faster, but it goes away faster, so it doesn't travel as long. But it travels, so in other words, it, it comes out faster, probably goes as far as it used to, but it gets there faster. So the length of the time that it's on the screen is, uh, is basically less, but it goes the same distance. It goes the same distance. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I don't know if this is going to be a buff or a nerf. I'm not sure. Kai Kisk. The addition of Guard Crush effect to Sacred Edge during Shock State and Dragon Install allow him to maintain his offense. Oh, he's getting Guard guard Crush. Fuja Arc now creates less distance with the opponent on grounded hit, making it easier for Kai to continue his offense. So Standing Heavy Slash hits farther forward now. Uh, Fuja Arc, all versions decrease knockback on hit, so you get to stay having more pressure. And then Sacred Edge, which is the Fireball Super, uh, added Guard Crush effect to the final hit only on Shock State, so you can just use that basically to get in there. However, if you're during dra if you're in Dragon Install, it always Guard Crushes. So now you can spend a bar of your tension to just basically get a Guard Crush and keep the offense going. May is a character that needs help. Mr. Dolphin Horizontal has less recovery now when it connects with the opponent. This makes the Slash version very risky and the Hard Slash version more plus, making both more viable than before. Oh, S version, less risky. Less risky. Uh, the extra distance of her forward jump also makes her aerial approaches more potent. So she now moves more forward when she jumps forward because she used to have a very horizontal jump arc, a vertical jump arc. Down forward kick, increased active frames, and reduced recovery. So I'm assuming that there's a lot of meaty situations that you might be able to make it safe now. Jumping down heavy slash now triggers counter hit effect. So if you beat somebody pressing a button, you're going to get a beefy combo. Uh, Mr. Dolphin horizontal, all versions, reduced recovery on hit or block. And now Arisgawa Sparkle, all versions, hitbox now remains after the projectile hits the ground. Is that the, is that the, is that the beach ball? That's the beach ball, right? And again, shout outs for them for actually putting the motions of the moves into this because patch notes that just have Go Hadouken, Go Go and you're just like, what the hell is this move? What? Axel, oh, look at the look at the list for Axel. The ability to cancel standing B, crouching B, and other pokes during the recovery on hit or block on, on during recovery. Oh, but that's the, been the true for everybody. Has it just not been something that Axel has been able to do? Like in this game, everyone's always been able to cancel after block or hit later. I did not realize that was something Axel did not have the ability to do. Interesting. Okay. That's interesting. Rainwater now draws opponent in, both increasing the reward on hit and, and making it possible for Axel to maintain his offense on block. So here's a lot of changes. So standing P can now be special canceled on hit or block until the recovery ends. Same with crouching punch. Standing heavy slash, the opponent will now be in a crouching state on grounded counter hit. I don't know if, I mean, obviously that means a lot of things can connect more because you'll have one more frame of hit stun. Uh, 
but as a non-axle player, I'm not sure what this adds. Jumping Punch can now be special canceled again on Hater Blug until the recovery ends. Jumping Kick, decreased horizontal blowback distance, which means if I hit you with Jumping Kick, you don't get pushed back as far, meaning I get better combos afterwards. Jumping Dust now launches opponents higher with decreased horizontal blowback, making it a better combo tool. Interesting. Winter Mantis, adjusted blowback when used as a part of a combo, now launches opponents higher with decreased horizontal blowback, added tumble effect. Which one is half circle forward plus heavy slash? Which one is that for uh, Axel? Is that his command throw? That's half circle back. Half circle forward is... Um, I'm not sure which one that one is. Uh, snail, uh, quarter circle back, uh, knockback, that's the, that's the upward one, so that's increased knockback, interesting. Rainwater, that's the air one that comes down, now draws opponent in on hit or block, now decreases tension balance, now increases negative value. Because it goes backwards, now it actually increases the negative value. So Winter Mantis must be the, um, uh, god, which move is that? Why? Can't remember now. I should start up the game and see it. Chip's enough. <laughs> okay. Alpha Blade Horizontal now sends the opponent flying towards Chip, making it easier to land more hits. Okay. The reduced startup for Seshu means that it can combo from Rokusai on Crouching Hit, making it more rewarding depending on the situation. So forward Heavy Slash, the opponent will now be in a crouching state on grounded hit and that's the one where he stabs down alpha blade now launches the opponent higher with increased horizontal blowback aerial alpha blade horizontal uh increased horizontal blowback distance seshu quarter circle forms kick during rest so reduce attack startup that's overhead kick right oh i see so now you can actually do one two three on a crouching opponent. So if you confirm that you hit your opponent while they're crouching, the, the Rokusai, which is the kick at the very end, can actually combo and you get the bounce and the launch off of that. And with towards heavy slash, always crouching the opponent, towards heavy slash into Rekka 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 is always gonna be a combo. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. Oh boy, okay. Potemkin, 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 okay. All right. Big list or like two things? Big list or like two things? Oh, okay, okay, okay. The additional rangers pokes, such as far standing slash and heavy standing heavy slash, improve his mid-range game. Hammerfall also allows for more aggressive approaches as the timing Potemkin can withstand attacks is now faster. At close range, the faster startup for FDB makes it harder for opponents to escape by jumping, meaning his core throw mix-up is more potent. Okay, far standing slash and heavy slash, expanded frontal hitbox, sweep, 
reduced recovery. So his sweep is a little bit better on whiffs and stuff. Heat Knuckle now draws the opponent in on Guard Crush. Nice. So there were a lot of times where they would you they would block that Heat Knuckle, but they would be too far to really be in a true mix-up. But now it actually draws them in. Interesting. Now that can be bad. Because if it draws them in, doing that into the red Roman cancel into the uh, upward super might be harder to do now because before you needed the red Roman cancel explosion to miss. So when they blocked it at far ranges, then you could red Roman cancel, fast cancel, or just red Roman cancel, slide forward into it, and then they'd basically be caught for free. But that wasn't something that you saw happen a lot from Potemkin players anyway. So we'll see. Mega Fist backwards now decreases tension balance, now increases negative value. Thanks. Why? 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 That was like Potemkin's only hope in the corner. Why do you have to nerf this for Potemkin? Why? Why do system changes always have to hurt Potemkin? Why do they always have to hurt Potemkin with system changes? Hammerfall. Sped up the timing when Potemkin can withstand attacks. Expanded lower hitbox. Oh, make it safe on block again, please. Just make it safe on block again. It wasn't broken in the beta. It wouldn't be broken now. Everybody crying about safe hammer falls were just a bunch of scrubs. Make it safe on block again. FDB reduced attack startup. Depending on how fast the reduced attack startup is, we'll have to see. But 6K into FDB, if that's more of a frame trap, that'll be good. That'll be good. If 6K into FDB is a faster frame trap or maybe even a true block string, that would be really, really, really powerful, honestly. But still, backwards Megafist did not need to be nerfed. This is not enough to make Potemkin better. Potemkin, well, we'll see what happens with all the system changes because now, obviously, if you're Potemkin and you're defending you're going to get more meter and stuff like that. So defending as Potemkin might help. But a negative penalty is if you move backwards too much, you have the date, you'll get a negative warning on your screen. And if you keep moving backwards, you lose all of your super. You just go straight to zero. Also, the more often you move backwards, the slower you gain your actual tension. Your super meter gain is lessened as well. Oh, God, please. I uh, just, I don't know. Like, I don't think this is enough. I think Potemkin's still going to be the worst character for, I think the game is, I think Potemkin's still going to be the worst character in the game. Honestly. Like, I don't feel like that this is enough. <sighs> we'll see how it goes. Faust, another character that needs some help. The increased knockback on standing heavy slash sweep etc. allows Faust to create distance from the opponent, meaning he can use what could this be more? The reduced startup for mix, mix, mix makes it easier to use in combos, while also making it harder for the opponent to interrupt when using block strings. 
Uh, air dash sped up the timing of the input buffer window. Crouching punch reduced upper hurt box. Okay, so it goes under things better. 6P increased knockbacks, pushes people farther away. Standing heavy slash increased knockback. So they want you to do standing heavy slash in the item toss more often. So the opponents aren't going to be as close to you. So they won't be able to hit you for it as much. Same thing with the sweep as well. Mix, mix, mix. The tornado decreased attack startup. Comes out faster. Scarecrow reduced lower hurt box so harder to hit basically milia the increased attack level of tandem top makes it less risky for milia to use in strings and during neutral she now has access to powerful mix-up in more situations as she can cross up the opponent using turbo fall even in the corner oh boy so 6k reduced recovery standing heavy slash now bounces opponent higher with the decreased horizontal knockback towards heavy slash Decreased attack startup, so faster move. Sweep, reduced recovery, recovers faster. Ground throw, frame advantage, and distance after successful throw is now the same against all characters, meaning her mix-up is now going to be universalized. Turbo fall, Milia can now move to the side of the opponent even when they are in the corner. So that's huge. So Milia, I, you've heard me say this on commentary, that Milia is like Chip, but she wants to keep you in the middle of the screen. By the fact that she can turbo fall to the other side of you in the corner now actually makes it so that her mix-up potential is still pretty high even in the corner as well. So this is actually, in my opinion, a really nice buff for Milia. And then tandem top increased the attack level, meaning now it's a higher attack level, meaning that uh, it will clash with less moves and blow up things a lot better. So... Uh, Zato. Zato is a character that probably needs to be nerfed. The ability to move only Zato or only Eddie during Break the Law opens up new possibilities for strings. Ouch! <laughs> the reduced hurtbox on activation of Sun Void makes it more difficult for the opponent to interrupt it when used in block strings. So, towards K. Uh, reduced recovery, decreased knockback. Oof, boy. Jumping dust. Sped up the timing when Zato pauses before the attack is active. That's a nerf. Because if he doesn't pause as long in the air and he attacks fast, so I don't know if that means the start, the startup is a dude. I think Pot kind of, I don't know, Aurorius. I was just saying that I think Potemkin might actually be still the worst character in the game. I don't think he got enough. But the, the thing about Jumping Dust is the little shark attack in the air. If it attacks faster, if it gets to the active frames faster, it's going to be less useful as a high-low mix-up while you're blocking Eddie. So that could potentially be a nerf there. Uh, break the law. Only Eddie will now move when diagonally down for or down back. Whoa, Eddie will no longer move when up forward or up back. Dude, they've just made him even more complicated. <laughs> Wow, okay, okay. So increased forward movement speed, tension balance now decreases when only moving away from the opponent. Sun Void, which is a uh, command grab, uh, reduced reduce frontal hurt box. That is the command grab, right? Sun Void, the, 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 the pimple popper. <laughs> I don't know, Aurorius. I, I, I'm not, as, I'm not as, uh, as confident as you because... This, I just, I, I don't know. Like, why? 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 Why the negative value on backwards Mega Fist? Why? 
Make Hammerfall safe on block, please. Just make it safer, please. Uh. Oh, is the sword super, right? Is the sword super, right? You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Yeah, back mega fist. But that's what I, my point is every universal change nerfs Potemkin. Dash canceling air moves and dash canceling close slash and stuff nerfed Potemkin. Fast red Roman cancel still slowing people down nerfed Potemkin. <laughs> like, it's, it's like all the system changes keep nerfing Potemkin. And this system change nerfed Potemkin again. The whole system change that they added that you can still get counter hit and, an, and a double jump and on a double jump and you can still be counter hit when you land is a nerf to Potemkin because he's one of the characters that has to jump and not hit buttons the most out of everybody. <laughs> uh, anyways, Ramlethal. Okay, okay. The additional range for Crouching Heavy Slash makes it easier to go into highly damaging combos, making her more threatening at close range. <laughs> Everyone are just like the, 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 the shaded eyes in the anime drawing right now with the teardrop. Jumping D now works better as a jump into the additional of a hitbox behind Ramlethal. As Aralumo was a potent offensive tool from any situation, the damage and situation on hit have been reworked. Crouching Heavy Slash, Expanded Frontal Hitbox, Jumping Dust, Expanded Hitbox, and a Hurtbox behind Ramthal. Uh, six, that's the uh, flippy move. That's the flippy move. Decreased damage. And then third hit all versions during... Uh, uh, the opponent can now recover after landing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Quarter Circle Back plus Punch isn't the flippy move. That's the Rekka. That's the Rekka, right? So does that mean the Rekka... Yeah, Rekka is not a hard knockdown now. That's it? <laughs> like, they said that in the summary that they were going to nerf some of the strong characters. And Ramlethal is still one of the characters that people hate the most. And she got buffed, mostly. Now, the lack of hard knockdown is kind of nice. But Leo, the adjustments to knockback and blowback for 6K and the increased range for Erstes Kaltes Gestober make him them more viable in combos and forming strong block string. Sweep launching high, launching the opponent higher on hit gives Leo more of an advantage, making him easier to go into Okazeme. <laughs> Expanded the hurt box on certain hurt boxes. So 6k decreased knockback, decreased horizontal knockback distance. So on block, I mean on hit, it's expanded frontal hurt box. <laughs> There's another character that I know a lot of people want to nerfs for, but I think all he got was buffs except for hurt boxes expanded on a bunch of moves, right? Oh god, Nagoriyuki. Alright. Alright, my prediction for Nagoriyuki is Beyblade is now plus 80 on block. Uh, Fukio no longer adds to the blood gauge uh, because we felt like uh, Nagoriyuki couldn't move very well. Uh, 2S can now be uh, whiff canceled at any point in time. Uh, so, just to make it so that if it misses, you don't die. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh boy. 
Nagoriyuki's defense now varies with the current amount of blood gauge. The damage and attack properties of his normal moves still increase the higher his blood gauge gets, but now he also takes heavier damage from the opponent, meaning he needs to consider any risk he takes. Okay, okay, so they're making him weaker defensive based on the blood gauge. Okay, I said that the change they needed to make him was to lower his defensive rating and lower his guts. So they found a way to tie it to his blood gauge. Okay, okay. His crouching slash has increased recovery at was, as was an exceptionally powerful poke. Okay, nerves. So blood gauge. Nagoriyuki's defense now varies with the amount of blood gauge. Still think his guts needed to be lowered. Still, just overall, still think his defense should have been lowered overall. He should not be able to live longer than everyone else. We'll see how badly his defense is hurt when the blood gauge is high. That's the question. How much of a difference is it going to be? Is it enough that it basically makes it so that when he has high blood gauge, he gets fucked up by hits? If that's the case, we're good. Crouching slash, increased recovery. Far standing slash, final follow-up hit. Reduced recovery? Why? He's supposed to die when he does that move. You're supposed to kill him when he does that move. Why does that have less recovery? Standing heavy slash reduced lower hitbox. Okay, so it doesn't hit low as well. And Fukio backwards, now negative tension gauge and stuff. Man, they really didn't do much to him. <laughs> now, small nerfs, and again, we'll see how the system changes affect the game. But in my mind... I've said that the only change I want for Nagora Yuki is to lower his guts and to lower his defense. I think he's fine the way he plays. So, depending on how much this blood gauge affects his defense will tell me if he got nerfed enough. If he has two full bars, and that means he gets really beat up on hit, like like his, his, his defense, like actually goes down significantly it might work it might work but right now we'll have to see how that goes we'll have to see how that goes because Nagoriyuki's biggest problem is he can dish all the damage and kill you in one combo and he always gets one more chance to do that because everybody has a hard time killing him now they did decrease the damage overall in the game so Nagoriyuki may still live longer thanks to that system change, even though he gets weaker with the blood gauge. So he might still just be the same, but hopefully that means he doesn't get to delete other characters as badly. Hopefully that means his combos do less damage thanks to the higher damage scaling uh, off of uh, the, 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 the initial scaling values. We'll see. I mean, hopefully it's the same. I mean, we don't want him to be the same, but <laughs> we don't want him to be over-nerfed. We do not want him to be over-nerfed. Giovanna. Crouching Heavy Slash now draws the opponent in, creating major changes in her combos. Ooh. Using it with Soul Point can lead to higher reward than before. She now has access to more powerful combos in the quarter due to the new wall bounce effect for standing Heavy Slash. Okay, okay. So standing is now wall bounce now bounces the opponent higher 
and a wall bounce with decreased horizontal blowback. Crouching Heavy Slash now draws the opponent in on hit or block. That's kind of scary. Ground throw, frame advantage, and distance after a successful throw is now the same against all characters. Good. Soul point, all versions, quarter circle back plus slash, reduced lower hurt box, now less likely to end up behind the opponent when the first hit hits the opponent near the corner. That's the uh, burn kick, right? That's um, the Viper burn kick. So now it works better as a combo in the corner. Uh, and then... Uh, just the ground version, not the air version. The hurt first hit now launches the opponent higher with decreased horizontal blowback, so you have better follow-ups. The first hit now launches the opponent less than before when used multiple times in one combo. I see. So the gravity, uh, the gravity nerf to the move, uh, repeated use. The, 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 if you keep using it, the gravity gets stronger and stronger, so you can't loop it as well. Hey, Jay Belmont, thank you for the sub. Appreciate it. Anji Mito, standing heavy slash, now launches the opponent on grounding hit, making it possible to combo from Fujin into Rin. Okay, okay. And then go into Okazemi off of Isakotobi, meaning he not only has access to more combo routes, but they also lead to better situations for him. Nagiha gives Anji more of an advantage now due to the blowback adjustment, making it easier for him to main his offense. So let's see. Six punch, expanded frontal hitbox. 6P is better. Standing heavy slash. Now the, it launches the opponent on grounded hit. So now, yeah, so now launches the opponent means that you can do heavy punch, uh, heavy slash into Fujin, into Rin, which if Rin, I think, is the follow-up slash, right? Or is it the uh, is it the heavy one? Which one's Rin? Is Rin slash or heavy slash? Uh, decreased horizontal blowback distance. That's good. So in juggles, you're going to actually get better combos as well because the blowback distance... Uh, 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 deterioration or increase, I should say, was rough on uh, Anji. So a lot of times when you would do the heavy slash as a juggle, follow-ups would miss. Okay, so Rin, Rin is the low. Okay, cool. And so Nagiha, which is slash after Fujin. Uh, wait, Nagiha slash after Fujin, that's the low, right? Kick is the jump. Punch is the swords. Uh... Yeah, Rin is the overhead. There you go. Rin is the overhead. That's what I thought. Yeah, so he can combo into that, which does cause ground bounces. So, yes, he will have better combo routes now. That's cool. And then Nagiha, the slash, now launches the opponent higher with decreased horizontal blowback. So it's less safe on block, but if you hit the opponent, it's definitely more rewarding. Interesting. So on block... Oh, maybe they mean on hit was it launches the opponent higher and doesn't push them as far away. That's on hit, not on block. On hit, it pops them higher and gives him and keeps the opponent closer. Okay, there you go. Okay, okay, Anji got a lot of buffs. Uh, we'll see how well that affects him. Uh, doesn't sound like anything super huge, but gaining more combo routes and stuff oftentimes can be a lot for certain characters. Eno, she can now jump cancel the beginning of her hover dash. Oh, so you can dash into jump right away. This allows her to move a greater distance forward than with a standard jump. Uh, combined with the... Oh, right, more time to butterfly. Good call, good call. 
combined with the reduction to sultry performance's landing recovery, she now has a greater arsenal of approach options from mid-air. <sighs> Wonderful. <laughs> this is a character that just kicks my ass. Uh, at least heavy stroke the tree is negative on block now, which helped me a lot. Uh, dash startup can now be jump cancels. You can dash jump. And so she probably gains a lot of that momentum and keeps that momentum. Uh, sped up the timing when Eno can block. So you can dash and block faster. Timing is now the same as canceling the startup. Interesting of a jumping attack with faultless defense. So you can actually just dash and block as fast as you could dash into faultless defense. Fix the bug where it's possible to psych burst after a dash cancel. The motion will now be interrupted if a backwards direction has been input. Okay, so you can basically cancel... Uh, the dash air dash the motion now will be interrupted if a backwards direction has been input antidepressant scale this is the note added proximity requirement for the attack to connect expanded attack hibbit so this is weird this is the first move that we've had this in there what's up papalico that's the first move that we've seen that mentioned in so i'm not sure if this is a buff or a nerf but for eno from what i can tell it's like a buff nerf stroke the big tree reduce hurt box before movement begins so it's actually harder to hit at startup. The upper hurt box of this attack steadily decreases as the move comes out as before. This change reduces the hurt box for a set timing when it was extended too high. So it goes under things quicker, it sounds like. Sultry performance. This is the uh, guitar charge over here. Reduced landing recovery. Okay. Gold Lewis Dickinson, expanding the jump, the hitbox of jumping heavy slash behind Gold Lewis makes it easier to connect after jumping over the opponent. Better cross up. This makes his pressure from close range even more potent. Yay! We wanted a scarier Gold Lewis at close range. Thunderbird now disappears when Gold Lewis takes damage, making it more challenging to launch an aggressive approach. So Thunderbird is the uh, is the drone, right? Is the drone? So standing kick, added stagger effect on counter hit, jumping heavy slash, better cross up, Thunderbird, attack now, hitbox now disappears when Gold Lewis takes damage. The hit effect of the final hit now varies depending on the security level. And then burn it all down, increase the number of hits. That's the satellite beam thing. And so it actually hits longer now. So you're stuck in block stun even longer than before. <sighs> I mean, the drone was a freaking scary... Whoa, there's a lot to Jacko here. Okay, so servants now fly higher and farther when hit with Crouching Slash. That makes it viable not only as a starting point for offense, but also in powerful strings, making use of the time difference before the attack hits. I see, so it probably goes up and down a little bit like further so you can use it as a delayed projectile. The changes to countdowns launch on hit makes it easier for Jacko to go into a combo after blocking the explosion. Interesting. So if you hit the opponent with it and block, you can then combo afterwards. So change the trajectory, they will now move higher and farther. Dust attack, reduced frontal hurt box after the attack frames end. So harder to whiff punish. Servants fix the bug causing unintended servant behavior when a servant's hitbox touches another servant under certain conditions. Throw servant uh, plus attack buttons added wall bounce effect. So does that mean the servants, when they hit the opponent out of the air, they wall bounce them? So you get uh, wall bounce combos off of throwing servants? 
Release servants, DUAL holding servant, will now register the input when the button is held as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Just makes it easier to drop the servant a little bit in case you hold the button a little bit too long. Countdown, adjusted launch, increasing time when follow attacks are possible. So basically, if the thing blows up and you block it, you have a better chance of comboing. Happy chaos. Happy chaos. What have they done to nerf happy chaos? Because happy chaos and Nago were two of the biggest characters. It's those two and Ramlethal. And Ramlethal will not get nerfed. Arxis loves Ramlethal a little too much. A little too much. And so Ramlethal just keeps getting buffed. Keeps getting buffed. Jumping Dust now draws opponent in, making it easier to land, lead into an advantageous situation for Chaos at close range. As Torrance plus Kick could easily be included in combos from any situation and was extremely powerful in maintaining offense on block, the attack startup has been increased. Uh, she mostly got buffed. She mostly got, she got one small nerf. Um, and it was just a damage nerf, I think. Uh, it is no longer, it no, no longer hits consecutively from crouching kick. So crouching kick into towards kick is not a combo anymore, meaning different moves will be needed for different situations. So 6k increased attack startup now launches the opponent higher. Towards slash now launches the opponent higher. Now draws the opponent in on hit or block. Jumping at the ready. Reduced recovery when activated with no concentration. Cancel aim can now be activated with either of the diagonal inputs. Scapegoat now reduces curse. Now reduces tension balance. Now increases. This doesn't seem like... Did they nerf him at all? I mean, how... As a, so happy chaos, there ha, a happy chaos player will have to tell me how bad is that nerf that two k into six k no longer combos. Is that really really bad now? But outside of that, like, is this? <laughs> Oh, this kills the infinite into wall slump from mid-screen. Okay, got it, got it. Makes it tough, tougher to wall slump. Okay, so in other words, it can be a pretty significant nerf. But I still feel like there needs to be more. I felt like there was going to be more. I real. I need to go check uh, Umi Show's Twitter and see what she says about it. I need to see what her opinion on this change is. Um... Interesting. Okay. Baikin. Baikin is more of a threat at close range now. She can more easily follow up on cross-up Yozansen mix-up. By expanding the hitbox's explosion part of Kenju, it now functions better as a Pokémon combos. Now, when she first came out, I know a lot of people didn't think much of her, but now people do consider Baikin very strong, so she doesn't need a ton of buffs. Tatami Geish removed usage restriction? What was the usage restriction? Yozansen, decreased horizontal blowback distance of the latter half of the active frames. And Kenju, that's the gunshot, expanded hitbox of the explosion. 
oh, you could only do one tatami at a time, right? So you couldn't do a second tatami while the first one was still dropping, but now you might be able just to do tatami, like air tatami, ground tatami. Air tatami, land, ground tatami. So that might be it. Okay, interesting. That might be kind of scary, actually. Testament, character that needs buffs. Grave Reaper can now be used back-to-back, greatly improving Testament's control over neutral. Crouching Heavy Slash now draws the opponent in, opening up new uses and combos and block screens. So now draws the opponent on a hitter block, reduced launch. Grave Reaper. Grave Reaper is is the is the bite. Is the is the is the two bites basically. So does that mean basically you can just kind of bite, 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 bite all day? Or is Grave Reaper a different move? Oh, Arbiter's the bite. That's the, oh, the Skull Fireballs. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so now you can just throw out as many skulls as you want. Is that what, so now you can just go skull, 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 skull all day? Okay, okay. Um, and then for the super, increased active frames of the first and second hits. Okay. Bridget. Bridget was a character that I've heard both she's good and she's not very good. So probably going to require a lot of changes, as you can see here. Bridget has more opportunities to launch her offense from neutral due to increased projectile speed and reduced recovery for stop and dash. She has more potent options available after rolling movement connects as the changes to the knockback and trajectory create less distance with the opponent and leave Bridget at more of an advantage. Crouching Punch, expanded lower hitbox and hurtbox. Six Punch, now causes blowback on hit when the opponent is standing. The blowback is the same as when hitting a crouching opponent. Command Normal 4, slash, after Fars, oh this is, <laughs> Jesus. Command Normal 4S, after far slash or crouching slash, expanded lower hitbox and hurtbox. Uh, command normal five heavy slash after standing heavy slash or crouching heavy slash uh, expanded lower hitbox and hurtbox stop and dash uh, increased damage increased movement speed of projectile uh, expanded proximity requirement for the attack to connect oh this is another one that has that proximity requirement uh, stop and dash reduced recovery Decreased knockback, rolling movement, decreased knockback, increased descent speed on hit or block. That's cool. When activated as the yo-yo returns to Bridget, she now moves towards where the yo-yo was placed. Interesting. Okay, okay. So in other words, if the yo-yo starts coming back and you do the movement, it doesn't, it ignores where the yo-yo has moved to. It still reacts to where the yo-yo was. Um, fix the bug where double jump, air dash, and air back dash cannot be used. Counter hit state now ends at the same time as the active frames. Okay, not as dangerous. Starship, fix the bug where the opponent will sometimes enter a blocking pose after the active frames end. Kickstart my heart, rolling forward, expanded proximity requirement for the attack to connect. So this move can't hit things from far away, or... That's weird. Huh. Break. Expanded upper hitbox. Reduced launch with decreased horizontal blowback. Add a tumble effect. Oh, dang. So if you hit somebody, you tumble them now. 
Interesting. Return of the Killing Machine, all versions. Increased number of hits. Sin, too new. There are no character-specific changes for Sin. It was released quite recently. Only the universal changes apply. We'll see what happens with Potemkin. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't think that Potemkin is going to be uh, particularly stronger. Thinks he's still going to be probably worst character in the game at this point. So, uh, I mean, I feel like Ramlethal is a winner of the patch. Because she's one of the best and she's still freaking good. It's This patch is going live uh, in two days from this stream. Uh, probably one day from when you see this video on YouTube. So, uh, I think Ramlethal might be one of the biggest winners here. Um, maybe Zato, depending on how bad that jumping D nerf is. Uh, but for a lot of the other characters, I would need experts of those characters to let you, to, to basically let me know. Uh, how much these affect uh, the characters because it's going to be kind of hard to say right now. Um, Happy Chaos didn't get nerfed as much as I thought, although all the defensive changes might hurt him a little bit more. Maybe he's... I mean, the thing about it is when you watch Umi Show play Happy Chaos, she wasn't ever running away from the opponent anyway. She was just on top of you murdering you. So, like, I feel like... Uh, oh, is it just a fix to the to the broken jump D? I thought it was that it hit faster uh, CRMS, uh, so that means maybe it's harder to do the high low mix up. You know that that it's easier to to kind of like uh, block that, but or maybe it makes it harder to block. Now that I think about it, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it's if it's a fix. Then Zato for sure is one of the winners of this patch. For sure is one of the winners uh, because Zato is already super strong. So, uh, but for right now, Ramletha got two very, very minor nerfs, and so I feel like uh, she might actually be better than she was before. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh man. Any case, that's the patch notes. Definitely been streaming a lot longer than I expected to thanks to these patch notes. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night here for you guys. Um, again, uh, please let me know. Uh, or oh, please follow and subscribe. Please. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, on YouTube, let me know if you guys like me splitting these up into more episodes now uh, that come out in chunks on YouTube. And, um, yeah. Dude, fighting games. <laughs> fighting games, right? Am I right? <laughs> fighting games, am I right? Like, seriously, we are uh, we are in a place right now where fighting games are in a wonderful place. I'm looking so forward to the Street Fighter 6 beta this weekend. I'm going to crack out on that, so please tune into twitch.tv slash jchenzor. Uh, I will definitely be playing a lot of Street Fighter 6 this weekend, uh, so tune in for that. Uh, the beta is going to be running again. And then, uh, yeah, like, um, dude, there's just so much stuff happening right now. Tekken 8 is looking good. Last week we did Project L, which is looking great. 
Guilty Gear Strive getting a new patch, DNF Duel getting a new patch at some point in time. So a lot of lot of good stuff happening here. So I'm I'm really excited and happy and fun. So yeah, now NRS just needs to get in there with some Mortal Kombat 12 or something, and uh, we will be eating good. And if Sega comes out and's like, oh by the way, Virtua Fighter 6, like I mean seriously, like everyone's gonna be like, what? Like, I mean, seriously, we are in a good place right now. So, in any case, I've been streaming here for three and a half hours. <laughs> so, I will bid you all adieu and uh, see you guys next time here on the Not Tuesday show. Um, and uh, please stay safe out there and take care of yourselves. And uh, have fun playing your fighting games, man. Have fun playing your fighting games. And I promise the rebranding of the Tuesday show is coming soon. <laughs> I know I say this every week and I'm just too lazy to do anything. So it's not going to happen for next week because I'll be too busy playing Street Fighter 6 over the weekend. But it'll happen soon, I promise. See you guys and talk to you later. Peace out.